I've been formulating a uh, an ad for BetterHelp.com when we get sponsored by them. Okay. Um, well, you know, listening to Taylor Swift is is one way to deal with your problems, but another way is to actually talk to someone. <laughs> BetterHelp.com. <laughs> Use the code SWIFTY for thirty percent off your first week. Please, that code is not going to work. Well, actually, it might. You never know. There could be another. That- you don't know unless you try. <laughs> So try it. I'm Kristen. And I'm Jess. And we are... Swifties Anonymous. So we've got some songs. A song or two. A song or two coming up next. Well, now, currently, as we speak. It's happening. Um, So we're reaching the end of the album, really. I know. I mean, we're going to cover the end of the original album today Mm -hmm. and then start to get into some of the bonus tracks. Oh, bonus tracks. Do we just jump right into the first song? I think we just need to jump right into the best day, which I'm excited about. Yeah, this song is so cute. It's so darn charming. I mean, being able to capture being a kid. Yeah. With your parents, specifically mom. Yeah. This is like, as I said in the first episode, this is probably one of my top Taylor songs. Personally, I love this song. Um, And I guess just to give a little bit of background info, obviously it's about her mother or her parents. As one source said, but clearly it's about her mother. I saw um, that too, and I was like, "It's it's like <laughs> it like, mentions her dad, but like it's clearly yeah, and her brother to be fair, but right, but it's it's literally it's a it's about Andrea. It is, and um, just to give a little quote that Swift said about it, um, she she wrote this without telling her mom first of all, and she said, "I wrote it in the summertime, and I recorded it secretly too." I had this idea that I wanted to play it for her for Christmas. So when I got the track, I synced up all these home videos from when I was little to go along with the song, like a music video, and played it for her on Christmas Eve, and she was crying her eyes out. Which That's actually super cute. That is pretty cute. And yeah, I mean, we'll get into the music video, but like that music video is like that almost made me tear up. Like I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, it, it got me a little bit. Yeah. It's super but, cute. Yeah, that was cool that she did it as a p- surprise. Yeah. I didn't know that. So cool. Yeah, and she had to like hold that secret for a while. She did it I in know. the summer and then, yeah, months and months. So there was um, another like quote from an interview, I think, with GQ, where she told the story of when she was, t- when Taylor was in middle school and she asked her friends to go to a local mall and they said they couldn't go. So she went with her mom. <laughs> And then they Taylor saw all her friends at Victoria's Secret. It's always Victoria's Secret, isn't it? <sighs> I know. Yeah. They're those kinds of girls. So mean. No, I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, I know. That is so mean. So then I guess after they discovered that, Taylor said she remembers her mom looking at her and saying, we're going to King of Prussia Mall, which if you've been to King of Prussia right. Mall, that is King like, of Prussia is lit. That's the that mall is the to mall end all malls. malls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Mall of America who? King of Prussia. 
Yeah. Like it doesn't have a roller coaster or whatever, but it's just huge. And it's just stores. Like, yeah. Where is the Mall Actually, of America? Uh, in Indian, Minneapolis, Indianapolis. I don't know. Indiana. <laughs> Please get a Google. Somewhere in the Midwest, kind of. Yeah. I've never uh, been there. Me either. But it's okay. like. Right. Uh, but I have been to King of Prussia. Yeah. And you have too. Yeah. Yep. Oh, actually, a story about King of Prussia to get off subject. Okay. Uh, last time we were there uh, a couple of years ago, we were just like wandering around. Oh, it's in Minnesota. Mall of America is in Minnesota. Thank you. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we're just kind of wandering around because like, I mean, malls aren't like as cool uh, when you're an yeah. adult as when you're a teenager. But we found this little like traveling exhibit from the Van Gogh Museum. It was like oh, traveling yeah, around the US. That. Yeah, but it was just like in the mall and it was five bucks. And so we got to see a bunch of Van Gogh paintings that are usually in um, Amsterdam. So that is awesome. It's really cool. Got to see like almond blossom and sunflowers. They got to do whatever they can to get people to the mall these days. Yeah, I didn't even like <laughs> if I would have looked online and seen it, you know, I probably would have intended to go. But when we stumbled upon it, I was like, well, yeah, I guess the mall is awesome. pretty cool. Turns out. <laughs> that was so irrelevant. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so basically um Taylor just told the story and how they she had a, such a good time with her mom and obviously that was a really awesome thing for her mom to do. And she didn't yeah. say it directly related to the song, but I mean, I think you can put two and two together that probably right, the inspired the first verse. Yeah. Or the second verse. The sorry, second when verse. She's 13, yeah. Yep. Yeah. About her friends so. being so mean. Yeah. I think everyone's been through those kinds of things before. So for some reason, seeing her friends at Victoria's Secret reminded me of that Lizzie McGuire episode where they go bra shopping. <laughs> oh, man. Good old Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, classic. R.I.P. <laughs> okay. Sorry to keep um, derailing us constantly. <laughs> it always goes back to like sh- some kind of show that it hopefully really the audience has watched or at least knows about. So. Right. Um, I hope. Another funny thing about this. It's not really funny. It's kind of sad, but in a cute way. Um, basically Taylor had to drop this song for, from her fearless set list because every time her mother heard it backstage, she would burst into tears. <laughs> so I guess she dropped it from her set. That's so, so, I mean, I couldn't imagine because like this song, even when I listen to it, just like casually, it like gives me that little, yeah. little behind the eyes. Very like, touching. Oh, I'm going to cry. Yeah. So I can't imagine, you know, being, you know, your, your own daughter. Yeah. So, yeah, I get it. That's that's a cute and sad fun fact. (laughs) Yes. Um, I love, I mean, there's so many like good lyrics in this song. I love like in the beginning, um, for some reason, the very first verse always like reminds me of growing up, like, you know, that the old farmhouse used to have. I always picture that. That's why it makes me think of like my parents and my dad specifically. But when she says like, I've got my big coat on. I love oh, how she writes it like she's my five. Gosh. Or that's, I love it. I was thinking the same thing. Like, did everyone have a big coat when everyone when you're has like a big tiny coat. and you have your big fluffy winter coat and it just like and it makes your arms all short? Yeah. Like that that's a universal experience, right? Oh yeah. I mean I still have because, a coat that I call my big coat, probably, but Yeah. But as a kid, I mean maybe maybe just in the nineties where they are all like brightly colored and yeah. You know, I just puffy. imagine that kind of thing. Yeah. And they're just so puffy and falling asleep in the back seat with your big coat on in the car seat. Like, yep. Did that everyone experienced that, right? 
Oh yeah. I mean, I listeners, hope. please write in and tell me <laughs> if, if you, you didn't experience that. <laughs> Falling asleep did or in didn't. the backseat with a big coat on. Yeah. Everyone can relate to that a little bit, at least yeah. in that first verse. Relatable. Hashtag relatable. Um, but as we kind of talked about at the beginning with the the song being about her mom or her parents, uh-huh. it always is kind of funny <laughs> to me when it comes to that part when she like, I have an excellent father, like like, oh yeah, I didn't forget about you guys too. Right. I should probably like, include something about my dad. And like brother. dad's neat, but like my mom though. <laughs> dad's neat. <laughs> my bro's cool, but my mom's the best. <laughs> right. The one lyric that I always sing wrong, I in the chorus where she says, I don't know why all the trees change in the fall. I always sing leaves on accident. I don't know oh. why. Seems like it's the it leaves that change. Either way. Yeah. Well, if the she didn't know, like when she was little, she probably just you know, the trees change. That's very true. She didn't She didn't know why. She didn't think about it. So she really is writing this from a perspective of a five-year-old. Did you have a favorite lyric? Yeah. You know I did. I did too. What's your What's favorite? What's yours? No, you go first. Okay. <laughs> um, I think there's lots of lines that I like from the song, but I think my favorite was, I know you were on my side even when I was wrong. Yes. Was that I yours too? I love that. That was my second favorite. I actually, okay. the the next line after that one is my favorite. I love you for giving me your eyes, for staying back and watching me shine. Oh, me. So good. Gets yeah, me every it's time. so sentimental. I love it. Very, yeah. This song is um a little like, I mean, of course it's sentimental. A little syrupy. Yeah. Saccharin. But <laughs> it's cute. It's like, dad, you're smart. But mom's the prettiest <laughs> lady in the whole wide world. <laughs> Right? At least you got brains, Dad. Yeah. (laughs) And that, I mean, that's definitely a trope, too. Like, the typical mom and dad, like, daddy's smart, but mom's... Oh, yeah. Should we go ahead and just discuss the tropes? I mean, we're there. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. Give them to Uh, us. Yeah, so we've got this fairy tale imagery of princesses Mm -hmm. and pirate ships, Snow White, Mm -hmm. etc. Yeah. Specific ages. Mm -hmm. Very detailed descriptions of memories. Mm -hmm. Driving. Yeah. Is she in the passenger seat at any point? Because that's double points. I don't think she is. She's probably too short when she was five to be in the passenger seat. Right. <laughs> she had to be in the uh, back seat. Yeah, true. Uh, friends being mean, school, shining, eyes. So we got quite there a few. We go. Yeah, that is, that's a lot. Oh, I guess. Okay. Sorry. The car ride was when she was 13. So I guess she's she could sit up front. That's okay. True. Isn't that a law in some states? You can't sit up front unless you're like 12 or something. I don't know. I, 12 always became, I, I feel like it was always like the arbitrary number, but yeah. I think it's a weight thing. Like you have to be over a certain oh, amount of weight yeah. to sit in the front seat is more important. And height. So that way like yeah. the um, airbag doesn't like <laughs> strangle you or Destroy something. you. Right. Anyway. Um, music video. So, yeah. Right? Did you watch the music video? I did. Had you ever seen it before? I don't think I had. I didn't even know that there was one. Yeah, those those videos seem familiar to me. Maybe I think I may have watched it a long time ago, but mm-hmm. I loved I loved rewatching it because I assume this is the video that Taylor put together to show her mom. Yeah, it had to have been, I imagine. Yeah, she did a good job. <laughs> yeah, but oh my gosh, the cute. part in the beginning when she's like got the pigtails and she's like, "There's spiders in my hair." Like, <laughs> it's so cute. She is so cute. Uh, but yeah, I I just I keep thinking like how 
cruel it kind of was to surprise her mom with this. She's probably just crying, like bawling her eyes out. Like, I can't barely make it through it. Like, I can't imagine. She was probably just crying the whole time. (laughs) Right. Oh, one thing I noticed in some of the old like home videos of her playing guitar, I think Mm -hmm. it looked like she had a 12 string, which is kind of cool. Ooh, Um, I didn't notice that. And at one point, she has the capo so high on the neck. She probably had it capo nine and it just like reminded me like I I used to always capo entirely too high just when I was writing stupid songs. Like I just put it as high as humanly possible. Uh, and That's that was, funny. It just cracked me up. Yeah, I remember. I mean, I still kind of do that. I don't know if I go past like six. But yeah, I think six is probably the limit now. But I remember I had written one song when I was a teenager and I I, I don't remember anything about it. But on the top of the sheet, I wrote capo nine. Like at that point, what? you could just like just play normally. Play you, open yeah, I feel like close. it would end up being a half step down. Yeah. Probably not. But still, like it probably would have been easier just to tune lower. Yeah. Especially if you're writing it, it feels like you could have just like transposed it or something. But, uh, hey, yeah. Well, it, it, it has a certain sound. Uh, yeah. When like your a, capo's that low. Like a messed up mandolin. <laughs> <sighs> well, the secret mess. Oh, is there anything else from the video you wanted to talk about or is that about that? I don't think so. Just the capo. <laughs> okay. Good observation. Um, the secret message for this song was God bless Andrea Swift. So, I mean, that's pretty straightforward. In case anyone was wondering who the song was about. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty vague. She's not very specific in this song about who she's talking about. It's like, yeah. is it both her parents? Is it Taylor's just, just so her vague? Mom? You know, no. so vague. <laughs> so, what's your rating? Um, I gave it a six out of ten. Six out of ten. Because I mean, I do. I I like it. Um, it's not like super my favorite. It's a solid. And it's it's rating. a good like, yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know why that feels low to me when I I don't know. No, it's I not low. It shouldn't be no, low. Not your but, favorite in the world, but yeah, not a bad song either. So I gave it, I mean, this is purely like personal feelings, nostalgia kind of getting in the way, but I gave it an eight out of 10. I realize it's not like yeah. probably, you know, the song itself from a random listener wouldn't be like that high. But for me, I would say an eight out of 10. It's still one of my favorites. I love it. it yeah. invokes an emotional reaction. <laughs> I mean... There you go. That's, yeah. Taylor knows That's what it's she's all about. got you when she can make you cry, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so how Swifty do you think this is? Yeah, I don't know. It's not really a, her typical song. Like, you know, it's not a love song about yeah. a guy or anything. And But there are a lot of her tropes still there. Yeah, there's a lot of tropes and it's really, um, but it's still got that sp- like specific yeah magic but it's not i don't know maybe because it's not a love song it's kind of clouding my swifty scaling abilities but Mm -hmm. i i put it at a five but oh okay yeah i was thinking five i was thinking like six five or six so five is fair 5.5 are we doing points on this (laughs) sure because it does i mean the uh the fairy tale thing i think every single song on this album has some sort of fairy tale mention just kidding not all of them I mean, something or like a trope from a fairy tale. Yeah. It seems like is very common on this album. 5.5 what? Big coats. Ooh. <laughs> Out of 10 yeah. big coats. I like it. <laughs> so um, that's. That about covers it. 
I guess our last song from the album, the original album. Yeah. Right? This is yeah. Yeah, this was this the last it. song on the original Fearless. Um yeah. So uh, change. The song is called Change. Um change. change um yeah so this song sure does exist this song does exist so yeah what do you think about this song i guess let's just get like before we even get to the background we get this out of the way what, okay i just want to know what you think about this so song. i we haven't wrote, really talked about this right um on my notes i literally literally wrote bleh yeah it's just so vague and cliche. Like, it's just nothing. It's so vague. Yeah. And it's not super. Uh, it's really forgettable. And I'm not a yeah. huge fan of the kind of, like, anthem style thing anyway, just because it's so vague and not, it's not tailory. Like, it's. No. Nothing sticks out as. It's not saying anything Which, new. It's I don't when know. you read the background, I guess it you kind of get it. But yeah, no, I agree. Like I've never really liked the song. This might be my least favorite on the album. I was gonna say uh, the same. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a terrible song, but it's no, just so it's really like not. you said, not saying anything new, and it doesn't really fit this album. <laughs> Not really. It should have just I mean, been a single on its own. Which if let's get into the background. Okay. Yeah. While so we're here. there's a lot of background, but. Taylor, um, at one point, she said that I began to understand that it'd be harder for me on a smaller record label to um, accomplish the things that the artists were accomplishing on bigger record labels. So basically, it was going to be an uphill climb and that, that all she had to encourage her was the hope that someday things would change, that things would be different. Mm. So there you go. Then she, that kind of inspired the song. So she, I guess, started writing it. But then she said she let that track sit for a while, waiting for a remarkable event to trigger its completion, which is kind of cool. So so would she have written this or have started writing this around self-titled time? I mean, she had to because this definitely, those yeah. it yeah. fits the vibe, I think, of the first album more. Yeah, Just it does. Like her, the kind of blandness. It's kind of, yeah. um, <laughs> not to hate on it, but it's no, kind no, of a no, place in this worldy. Where yeah, it's just kind of like is. vague and like, I'm doing this, like neat, but yeah. Yeah, it must yeah. have been around the time when she got first signed for her to be thinking about these kinds of things and thinking yeah. she wouldn't be able to make it or, but I guess that all changed <laughs> um, when, <laughs> when um, I guess she won the Horizon Award at the 2007 Country Music Association Awards and she oh, saw okay. Scott Borchetta crying. <laughs> um. Hmm. So that's when she finished it because um, she knew that she couldn't finish it until something like that happened. So that kind of triggered that whole story. And I guess it makes sense. Yeah. The background definitely made me hate the song a little bit less mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. when you first listen to it, you're thinking like, oh, okay, she's just writing this like, oh, things are so bad in the world. Let's make a difference. Like I can just yeah. see it over like a, I don't know activism like commercial. the olympics oh wait yeah right <laughs> or something um, like that but to know that it was it, it started out or i mean it, it is personal still yeah, yeah. um the, it, it does it it makes it a little bit better but it's still vague so yeah <laughs> no i agree when i was i didn't know any of this until i was like doing a little bit of research and it did i i do get it a little bit more now but yeah. i do remember it being used for 
I guess it was used for the video highlights for the Summer Olympics in 2008. Was that Beijing? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure it was Beijing. Yeah, so that was even before Fearless was out. Oh, yeah. I think, I don't know. It was a promotional single, whatever that means. Yeah. But it doesn't seem to have, I mean, I don't understand charts, but did it, I don't think it charted. Yeah, I don't really know. (laughs) I guess I should have looked that up. But basically, that's what I thought she wrote it for, was for like the Olympics or for Obama or something. I don't know. But now that I I get, yeah, it makes me appreciate it more. And I like, um, I was reading this article, which I, I don't know if it was just someone's opinion probably was but i liked it about how it's kind of taking on a new meaning now with the re-recording oh yeah um because she i mean originally you know the song's about getting through challenges that no one believed that she could overcome and now it kind of represents the whole new set of obstacles taking control over her life's work and getting screwed over by the people she trusted most to quote the article said yeah the people (laughs) that she saw crying yeah yeah that's true (laughs) i didn't think about that (laughs) This song, I think, has the biggest difference in vocals oh, uh, from my. the original recording. Like, I, I had, I've really only been listening to Taylor's version. Mm-hmm. Like, when we first started on this album, I was comparing the two, and then I just stopped doing it after a while because I was like, eh, I don't need to. But the music yeah. video, of course, when I watched it, it has the original. And I was yeah, like, you have oh, to. my. Like, did they not? Yeah. And it's not even the big notes that she's like missing. It's like the in the verse, her voice is like shaky. It's so shaky. Yeah, I noticed that too. Why didn't they maybe like let her take a break or like try again the next day? Because it, (laughs) yeah, who passed that? Like who was like, yeah, you're good. It's very odd, and I didn't even (sighs) think that it would be like that because she sounds so good in the new version. It's like, yeah, is flawless. Like sounds great. Yeah, the new version is is yeah her vocal is much better and that's another thing about the type of song this is like trying to like an empowering anthem i feel like a lot of times you associate that with like a big voice right like the fact that this is her probably worst vocal performance on the original album is kind of like makes it even worse (laughs) that's true for this song (laughs) sorry taylor sorry taylor we still love you you sound so much better now so yes oh we haven't even talked about these lyrics yet (laughs) <laughs> yeah, one more thing before the lyrics. Yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to say that also the generic pop rock instrumental. I hate it. It's so it's like they just it's just a copy and paste. Yeah, of like every other song. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, what key sorry. is this in F sharp minor or is it K-Bo B flat? Nine. I bet there's a B flat in here because that is the ultimate. Like <laughs> it's what they use in all Christian rock. You mean A sharp? When they need to hit you. I mean, yeah, A sharp. B flat, C sharp, whatever. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I don't even know like what the music sounds like because it's so bland. Yeah, exactly. Like I can't picture Taylor sitting down and playing this on her acoustic guitar. Really, no. But I guess it's not supposed to be that kind of song. So the lyrics, though. Uh huh. Tell me about the lyrics, Chris. It's going to be a short segment. Um, yeah. There's nothing, nothing sticks out like at all. No, no, not really. I was having a whole lot of trouble trying to find a favorite. Did you pick one? I did. Um, I picked one like if I had to pick one from the original and then I picked one thinking about like the new version, but okay, I still wow. like not really <laughs> excited about any of these choices, but I like um, can't even read these words. I'm looking at it right now and I'm just like, oh, it's just 
happening. It's like <laughs> sometimes, you know, when you're reading something and then you're just not really getting it, it's like you're just, yes. you just read the same line over and over because you can't, like, that's me. Yeah. I, that's I'm me like, even okay. listening to yep. the song. Like, I don't know <laughs> how these verses go. Too much. I know. Sorry if, so, you, sorry if, if you, you love, love the song. song. <laughs> this is not a personal attack. It's pure opinion. We are not, I mean, we are not professionals. You, we don't know. No. Have you ever heard anyone say this is their favorite Taylor Swift song though? I mean, to be fair. If this is your favorite Taylor Swift song, please email us at swiftiesanonymous at gmail.com. Let us know and we will formally apologize. Yes. We will make um, a Twitter yeah. and no. type out an apology and screenshot it in the notes app and post it to Twitter. <laughs> Okay, did you pick a favorite lyric, Kristen, I, or a least I, favorite? I wrote, I was trying to pick a least favorite at this point. I can't even and, pick a least favorite even. Like, I know, there's nothing I hate. No, because it's, <laughs> I, I just picked the bridge as my least favorite because the whole mm. thing, I don't mm-hmm, even know how the bridge mm-hmm. goes now that I'm looking at it. I'm like, how does it, nothing, eh, not saying anything. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm just going to give my roast. favorite. I'll give, I'll give oh. it my favorite. My favorite lyric, if I had to choose, was, again, with the delivery, um, they might be bigger, but we're faster and never scared. I do like the way she sings that line. Okay. That's pretty cute. I mean, and- I don't even new- see that line. Oh. <laughs> um, Are we looking at the same song? <laughs> I can Is I it can in the middle? Oh, it's it the middle of my brain. I see it now. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and then thinking about like the new- like meaning behind it, maybe. I kind of like the line where she says, fight what we've worked for all these years. Because she literally did have to fight That's, for what yeah. she worked for all these years. So Very true. Obviously, she didn't write it with that in mind, but I just kind of like that. Because, I mean, when she was 13, how many years had she worked versus like now? So Right. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. Oh, I thought I already told you my least favorite. Oh, did you? The what was your bridge. least favorite? The, oh, the, the whole bridge. bridge. Oh, okay. That was serious. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> no, I literally have it written in my notes, least fave, the bridge. I, did, I didn't want to write it out because I was just like, I fell asleep. Okay. <laughs> I don't mean All to. Right. I'm not being mean. I'm being dramatic. No, it's, I mean, you're entitled to your opinions. I mean, Taylor, we love Taylor, but not every song's a winner and that's okay. It's absolutely okay. Well, is there at least some tropes? Uh, a couple. Um, okay. Wide-eyed optimism mm-hmm. is the whole That's thing. True. That is, yep. These everything is a battle metaphor. The whole thing. Love is a battlefield. Love is a battlefield in this song, or whatever. <laughs> Songwriting is a battlefield. The music industry is a battlefield. Yeah, um, that's true. Pictures. I think there's something about pictures somewhere. Okay. Eyes. Literally oh, eyes. Yeah, they're somewhere in here. I don't know where, but some eyes. There's always some eyes. eyes. Um, and I thought of another one and then I forgot it immediately. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgive you. Uh, yeah, it's not not very traditionally Swifty. I mean, oh, I guess just the ger- the drama of it all is. Yeah, that's true. It's very dramatic. Being, I being guess in that's the, a, the underdog. I guess that's ooh, kind of true. Yeah, very underdoggy. Like we, you know, being outnumbered. The yeah. For some reason, this isn't a trope, but something about the walls that they put us put up to hold us back will fall down that seems yeah trophy, but maybe not i think it i mean Somehow. she says walls using yeah. <laughs> walls as a metaphor yeah there's just no rain in this we need rain <sighs> i know i'm trying to find where is the eyes i don't know i have to have seen them 
Something like the look in your eyes. Oh, there's something in your eyes says we can beat this. Yep. There it is. Yep. I knew it. All right. Well, there's some tropes. Well, let's get into this music video. Oh, I don't have much to say. <laughs> what do you uh, have? Yeah. What, what I typed in our notes, the most 2000s looking thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, the band's outfits, what are they wearing? <sighs> I don't know, but Mr. Nashville's there and... Yeah. He's looking great. We love you, Mr. Nashville. Please come on the pod. I love Taylor's dress. I mean, it's the iconic fearless fashion for me. Yes. The uh you know the white dress with the cowboy boots. Yeah, sparkly. It really is. Kind of like a flapper dress a little bit. Yeah, kinda. Whatever. Yeah. But that's that's about all I have to say about the music video. I don't know. I kind of got bored thirty seconds. <laughs> Me too. I didn't really pay that close attention to the outfits of the band. I should have. I mean, you'll have to just like take a peek okay. again. You can, I mean, even if you only watch 30 seconds of it, you'll you'll see the outfits. Yeah. I saw the, the redhead violin girl. Oh, yeah. Haley Williams. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. Me too. Um, That's about it. I have nothing else to say about this song, even if I tried. Either. Okay. Let's rate it. <laughs> Sweet. Wait, secret message though. It's real good. Oh, I do have something else to say about the song. Uh-oh. You made things change for me. So who's the you? I don't know. Like Scott Borchetta? Scott? Or I mean, is she turning or this maybe, into a Oh, you know what? Hot take. It's the fans. <gasps> it's the fans. Yeah, you're I think right. it's the fans. Because she it's always fans. she always thinks the fans. Yeah. I'm gonna Let's say go it's that. the fans. I'm just gonna assume it's the fans. So Yep. Sorry that we're we are fans and we're trashing your song. We still love you. Yes, things have changed for you, Taylor. One hundred percent listening. Yeah, definitely <laughs> for sure. All right, let's rate this. I gave it a four. I gave it a three. Ooh, is that your lowest <laughs> rating so far? Maybe because I think I even gave a place in this world maybe a four. So, uh, you like okay? So, change versus a place in this world. I think I might like a place in this world better just because it fits better where she her. was, you know, as yeah. far as her songwriting ability. So she's going to put this song on this album that really showcases what she can do. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, as the last song, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's like if I had it on vinyl, like I would just stop after <laughs> the best. day. <laughs> yeah, at least it's the last song. Yeah. So you don't have to even skip. Um, yeah, I... I may choose a place in this world too. It's just funny because I've never, ever liked the song from the moment I had. <laughs> oh, I wait. Turns out I gave a place sorry. in this world a two. Wow. <laughs> I that forgot is cold. My own rate. That is cold. I didn't. But in, even at that time, we weren't even, we hadn't established that we were rating these on a scale of like t- only true. comparing Taylor songs That's to Taylor true. songs. I still, I stand by whatever I said. Even um, I can't. I don't stay remember. Beautiful. You gave a three point five. Wow. Man, so. I was. I'm still savage. I stick by my three here. How swifty? I mean, this isn't swifty. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Other than like the underdog, wide-eyed optimism type idea, she's done that a few times. It's not really her main thing. I don't know. What do you think? Like a three or even less? I gave it a four. Okay. But I mean, maybe three point five. We're going to have to just like start giving all the Swifties things a 0.5 because I feel like 
we're usually close, but like one off. So we have to. I like the 0.5s. Yeah. So what? Like, 3.5 what's? There's nothing. What's in the song? Uh, <laughs> I've forgotten 3.5 hallelujahs <laughs> out of 10 hallelujahs? Because there's um, at least 10 hallelujahs in here. There's lots of hallelujahs. Um, three and a half walls that they that built. They, yeah. I don't know. I'm not excited about any of these. 3.5 revolutions. <laughs> Yes. Can we get right. a revolution by the Beatles in here? Just kidding. Don't. don't oh do that. my gosh. Just saying that got us. Oh, sorry. We owe, Please add that Apple out. Music. Um, I'm so sorry. One billion dollars. <laughs> okay. Well, broke. Even I'm pretty we pretty sure we talked extensively about a Beatles song a couple episodes ago. All right. Uh, let's take a little break and then we'll be back and we'll jump. We'll jump right in to jump then fall. All right. This pod is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. <laughs> As if, and then I get sued by BetterHelp.com because they're like, we do not endorse this podcast. In fact, do not listen to it. It's bad. It's bad for your mental health. Now I'm just getting weird. Okay. We are back <laughs> with more Swifties Anonymous. And now we're going to be talking about jumping Jump and fall and falling in that order. Yep. Um, so before we get deep into this song, this is the first song on the Platinum Edition, which was released about a year after Fearless. And a little bit of background on those songs in particular, she had started writing them uh, after Fearless. Like she started writing them for Speak Now, but then they didn't really fit the vibe. So she just made them as bonus tracks later. Oh, interesting. So the thing that throws me off about the platinum edition is why all the bonus tracks are right at the beginning don't really like that it's kind of weird yeah that is weird <laughs> so that's why we're following the track listing of taylor's version because it makes much more sense yeah because this would replace fearless as the title i mean as the um first track right which just, this is not an opening not track right. yeah no fearless is is what opens fearless um another thing about the platinum edition that perplexes me greatly is the album art have you taken a, a peek at that ever? it's like silver it's it's platinum right it's they just photoshopped the fearless album art you know with her curls everywhere mm -hmm. onto a black background but they did not do a good job <laughs> i haven't please, looked that closely as a graphic at it. designer please take a peek oh. at it and oh, tell yeah. me why they did this to our girl <laughs> Yeah, they really didn't do very good uh, clipping that hair out, did they? I mean... <laughs> Which, I mean, it, that does look difficult, but yeah. Right, but why would... If it was going to look like that, why would they choose black as the background? Like That's true. They could have just changed the color of her dress like they did on Speak Now or something. Yes. I mean... They, <laughs> giving her a different hair color. I don't know. Why did they do this? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I haven't really so, looked closely at that. So I've been dying to mention that on here because it I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's uh, that's it. So Jump Then Fall belongs at the end of the album, along with yes. the rest of the bonus tracks. This does remind me of a less good Fearless. <laughs> I literally wrote kind of Fearless 2 question mark. Yeah. Yeah, the it sequel? is kind of a lesser... Fearless, but it's still yeah. like the same kind of vibe. 
Yeah, I, this song is super cute. I do like it. Um, I actually really like this song a lot, except yeah. for the intro with the banjo hate, or whatever. Hate that intro. <laughs> That's funny because Taylor says about the song that she loves it. It's really bouncy and happy and lovely. It's just got this really cool banjo part that's like bouncy. And I don't know, it just has a really good feel good vibe to me. Do you think she's talking about the intro? I think, I mean, it does have like the banjo part all through it, but for some reason the intro just (sighs) grates on me. But I love the rest of the song. Like I actually really, really love. It's so fun and it is, it's bouncy and just so, so cute. Yeah. And captures that kind of puppy love, like beginning of a relationship. Yep. Just like Fearless. I could not find much information on the background of the song, like who it was written about or if it was even like a real person or kind of like Fearless where it was just putting yourself in that situation. Um, All I could really find was that the song is about, I mean, this is going to be surprising, jumping (laughs) and falling into the most magical summer love imaginable. That's uh, basically all I got. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's fine. That sums it up. Because, yeah, it might just be one of those made up boys. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting. I assumed, would she have written this after Fearless came out? I think so. Yeah, because she had started writing for the next album. Yeah. Okay. So at this point, I mean, it always makes me think of Taylor Lautner, that era, because um, it was this was like for for the soundtrack for that movie she was in Valentine's Day, right? It was. Oh, you know what? I think today is a fairy tale. Yeah, that's one. But was appa- this apparently on there too. Apparently, this was on the soundtrack. Too. Oh, okay. Does it play um, in the movie at any point? I, I've never I seen did, the I movie. I watched it just. Oh, I watched it fairly recently, a couple months ago, just because she's in it. Um, is it worth watching? I mean, yeah, it's just like a dumb rom com. Like, oh, okay, it's nothing. I, great. I should watch it, of course. Yeah, it's like I just watched it. I was just like chilling. I was like, I'm gonna watch Valentine's Day because Taylor's in it. Yeah. And like, it's you mean not, it's Taylor not good. Lautner. Right. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Um, that's, that's the thing. Every, like I've thought about watching it and every time I read stuff about it, it's like, oh, it's terrible. And I'm like, oh, I, don't I really mean, of course to. it's terrible. But like it was one of those like movies where they just cast terrible. everyone. And yeah, didn't Julia Roberts direct it or something? Something like that. And yeah. Emma Roberts is in it. Her niece. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of those ensemble casts that's just yeah, it wasn't it wasn't made for being a good the, movie. The it was just right. It's just uh, <laughs> like I don't know if it was a tax write off for all those famous people just to all be in a movie because it really seems like they filmed it like over a weekend, like oh, wherever yeah. people were, were. They were just like, oh, we'll come to you and we'll film this. Yeah, like it's not great, but it's fun. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. I don't know if she wrote that for the soundtrack of this film or what, but anyway, it's it's cute. It's not probably not about Taylor Lautner because it mentions freckles, which he does not have. Right. I wouldn't think so. So lyrically, how do you feel about this song? I mean, it's nothing like super standouty, but mm-hmm. uh, her delivery, I think, is what um, makes it stand out to me. It's just, yeah, it's so fun. I mean, it just like every word she says, it just it feels like extemporaneous. And she's just like coming up with this, you know, it's yeah, I really I really like it. Like when she says, your laugh is the best sound I have ever heard or whatever she like. Ever heard? <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Can we get a clip of that in there? <laughs> ever heard. Please. Yeah, I love when she, the way she sings that line. Yeah. And like the rhythm of her words too. Like, I like the way I can't keep mm-hmm. my focus. Like, <laughs> Yep. I love that so much. Yeah. 
it has a lot of like, which maybe this is tropes, but just a lot of parallels for her other songs. Like, I guess, I guess I'm getting too much into the tropes, but just about the guy, like you hear those same kind of things in a lot of her other songs. Yeah. Like you just reminded me, I forgot a a trope. I'm going to type it in while we're still talking. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm a fan of this song. It's probably my favorite of the bonus tracks. Yeah. I like this one in Today is a Fairy Tale. Today oh, true. Yeah, I do whatever like it's called. But that today wasn't, was that a fairy actually, tale. <laughs> I can't talk. But uh, that wasn't on the Platinum Edition. Oh. That was actually just a single. Oh, okay. So did you have a favorite lyric? Uh, yeah, I did. Tell me. Um, I really like all of verse two. I just love the the whole the way she sings it is just like so fun. But specifically, I like I like the way your hair falls in your face. You got the keys to me. <laughs> I love each freckle on your face. But the way she sings it, yeah, like not repeating that, just like talking. It sounds really bland. But the way she sings <laughs> it is everything. Yeah, I I actually had the same line written down. Oh, really? The, the well, the I like the way your hair falls in your face. You got the keys to me specifically. Like that was probably. Um, my favorite line. I really, I mean, an alternate one was the, I realized your laugh is the best sound I've ever heard. I almost put the delivery. that too. Yes. I mean, it's a good, it's a good line. Like it's a cute line regardless. I also but. really like every time you smile, I smile. Every time you shine, I shine for you. Mm-hmm. It's just so upbeat and so happy. It's great. I just, I, <laughs> I was just thinking of the bridge when she says like, when people say things that bring you to your knees, I'll catch you. And I think that's cute because, like, that's what Taylor wants. Exactly. Because I was thinking the same. Yeah. Like, I feel like she's kind of projecting, like, this is what she wants in a relationship. But she's like, I'll do this for you. It's cute. So cute. Well, should we get into the tropes? Let's do it. I want to hear those tropes. I feel like I missed a lot because I sometimes you just kind of gloss over ones because you're so used to them. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot. So there is a lot. So we've got a phone. Yeah, talking. Yeah. Um, smiles, obviously. Him shining, but also her. She also shines. Double shine when he shines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the idealizing of this guy. Is he oblivious? Because he says, "I." She says, "I watched you talk. You didn't notice." Yeah, that reminded me so, of uh, teardrops on my guitar a little bit. Yeah, I which I don't think. I mean, he doesn't seem like. I mean. We don't know, but I I, I don't think it's like he, he's like actively ignoring her or anything. No, I think, yeah, I think she's just so in love with him and she's just, yeah. Because, I mean, are they are they dating yet in the song or are they just like, she's know. like, please date me. I, I'll jump and fall. I mean, this is literally into Luke Dane's whatever. I'm all in energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not to bring... Gilmore Girls into this for a, an entire three-hour discussion, but <laughs> this song and Luke Danes is like I can't. Those two things don't work in my brain together. No, at the they same don't. Time. Um, we got facial features, yeah, specifically freckles, yes, and hair, which and we his all know hair. That she likes the guy's hair. She's a hair girl. Yeah, jumping and falling. I mean, that's she that's always been big... doing that. I missed that one just because it was like so it was the whole song. Yeah. And breathing. Take a deep mm-hmm. breath. Yeah. Then jump, then fall. I mean, there's got to be more that I just didn't. Like type. never going to leave, never leaving, like saying you're never going to leave someone. Yeah, and I, yeah feel I was like thinking that's, that too. That's kind of a lot of the, like, not even specific, but just, every, you know, the whole message of the song is so swifty. 
Yes. And sticking around through hard times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's quite, quite swifty. Very. Yeah, I think that's, that's that covers Pretty it. And there's no yeah. music video. Right. So, um, and the secret message was last summer was magical. So, so can summer love be a trope? Even though she doesn't directly say it in the song. Which is <laughs> yeah, heavily implied. I think so. <laughs> it's heavily implied. And again, was this... I wonder who she had in mind when she wrote the secret message. Right. I don't know. Or if, even if it was someone. Right. It could have been made up. Could have been made uh, up. What would you rate this? Um, so I like the song. It's super cute. It's not anything groundbreaking. I'd probably give it like a 6 out of 10. Yeah, I give it a 6.5. Okay. Yeah, I do like the song a lot, but yeah. I, I mean, you already got Fearless, so I can't, I don't know. Right. Can't make it higher than Fearless for sure. And it's quite swifty. It's quite swifty. Like, would you say like a seven? I was thinking like an eight. Ooh. Seven and a half. Seven and <laughs> 7. a half. 5. 7.5. Uh, the problem with this is it's not, it's specific, but it's not as specific as some of her other things. And I think that's why I took off some points. That's true. There's no specific details as much. Yeah. So it's- maybe... 7.5 freckles. Ooh. Wait, what did we say? 6.5? I forgot. 7.5. Well, you said 7, I said 8. 7.5 freckles. Yeah. Or 7.5 keys to Taylor Swift's heart. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she doesn't say it's keys to her heart, but you know, we all, right. we all know. <laughs> Pretty swifty. Freckle keys. keys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Yeah. So are we moving into this cover song yeah let's do it i untouchable untouchable did you know this was a cover i found out it was a cover like a few weeks ago um yeah yeah and i was like what what i was very confused yeah and then yeah i didn't know either i mean i yeah up until like pretty recently so yeah this one's gonna be hard to like rate i think because i mean she has songwriter credit because she changed some lyrics but not nearly as many as i thought like there's like a few words yeah really not that many like not even like jonas brothers level right okay so year 3000 right (laughs) uh so this is a cover of the song Untouchable by the band Luna Halo. Yes. That, which everyone's familiar with. I kind of like that band name. I just like the it name is Luna. Cool. But. So it's kind of funny. I ne- had never heard of this band. Um, no. And for some reason, because of what I had read, like, I, you know, that it was like a kind of a late 90s, early 2000s band. I was thinking that they were like a, like a female fronted kind of thing i thought it was like mm-hmm. mazzy star or like six pence on the richer mm-hmm. soft rock you know right that kind of thing that makes sense with but yeah. then when i listened to the original i was like oh it's a boy <laughs> it's a boy yeah so i was not expecting that it's definitely a boy and it is a rock song yes it's like um really trying to be a foo fighters type <laughs> uh. Not to wow. roast this band. Uh, I kind of like this band better than Foo Fighters from the one song I heard. <laughs> Not trying to roast the Foo Fighters, but... Dang. Um, <laughs> yeah, so 
I just, I don't know if you saw my note there about how obviously this band is pretty um, unknown, but they were once the opening act for Hoobastank. Well, then how do we not so, know them? I don't, I, <laughs> do you know anything else from Hoobastank other than the reason? He did get me though. <laughs> I don't. Name three songs. No. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just funny that she chose that cover. I mean, even the one of the band members, Nathan Barlow said she could have chosen any cover in the world and that's what she chose this song yeah. so how did i wonder how she uh came across it yeah i don't know i, I didn't find anything specific about that it probably could have dug a little yeah. deeper but um yeah. but it's definitely a lot slower and softer than the original did you yeah. get a chance to listen to the original oh yeah we just talked about that yeah yeah <laughs> i didn't i had listened to it until like yesterday that was the first time right yeah so the vibe is so so different yeah like especially with the lyrics and stuff i feel like taylor's is like matches the the vibe for the lyrics more it's much more like ethereal kind of dreamy where she's literally mm-hmm. talking about dreaming and and stars and stuff i think it just fits yeah. a little bit better but i don't know it's their song <laughs> yeah i do actually really like the choppy chords in the verses like like i actually really love that for some reason it's like i don't know yeah no i didn't i i didn't mind the original i was like yeah when i was listening to it i'm like can't tell if i hate this or love this yeah it's it's something (laughs) it invoked a strong response one way or the other yes but i think i kind of liked it um and as far as like what she changed i was trying to find i was trying to compare like both of the lyrics side by side but i think i think google had some of the lyrics wrong for the for the Luna Halo version. But I guess in the beginning of the second verse, it originally was it's hurtful and she changed it to it's half full and I won't wait, wait here all day, which added a layer of ambiguity. Of course, I don't know. And then um, she altered, I know you'll think that I'll be here anyway to I know you're saying that you'd be here anyway. So mm. slight change there. Yeah. And then in the chorus, um, and in the middle of the night when I'm in this dream, Swift changed to in the middle of the night waking from this dream. It says, uh, for her version, she wakes up and wants the fictional lover standing next to me. Hmm. <laughs> Which I feel like she kind of changed that to make it a little bit more G-rated. Maybe. Yeah. yeah I that's really true. So. Yeah. It is a, a little bit of a different kind of thing when, like, the, the, the man voice singing these words rather than a girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, kind of changes the perspective a little bit. Like, true. I don't know. That's why when I when I was looking up the original, I guess I, I thought a female singer was was yeah. right because it just seems like it was written by a woman. Yeah, it didn't really seem like something a, a rock band would write. That's for sure. Right. So, I mean, I guess we can still pick out favorite lyrics. <sighs> true. Did you pick one? I did. Um, I mean, I do like the lyrics for the song. Um, yeah. I mean, I even just like the the chorus i think i wrote that one down as my favorite um in the middle of the night when i'm in this dream it's like a million little stars spelling out your name i like that i think that's my favorite too i like the million little stars yeah because it you know it does make a make an image appear in your head so (laughs) there's an image that's for sure (laughs) yep so how does this work with the tropes because she didn't really write it yeah i mean there are some um, I mean, idealization. Is that mm-hmm. even a word? <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, sure. Well, she is ideal, idealizing this guy, even though she didn't write it. So, but it's still, I don't know. 
It's vaguely swifty. Dreams, stars, yeah. nighttime, you know. Yeah. But it's hard to pinpoint anything specific just because she didn't write it. And when you look at these lyrics, like, even if you didn't know it was a cover, like, I think you'd be able to tell that this isn't, this isn't her voice, you know. She has this very specific, like, songwriting voice. Yeah. That this doesn't, obviously doesn't come from. Which I honestly didn't listen to the song in general until recently. I I only I only knew a few of the platinum version Fearless songs. I don't know. I guess I didn't really go back and listen to it. So I hadn't really thought about that. But yeah, it definitely doesn't feel like a Taylor song. Yeah. Super distinctly. Um, but hey, it's still good. Yeah. Is there a secret message? There is a secret message cover? somehow. We always want what we can't have. <laughs> so I mean she wants your this untouchable. Yeah. So what would you rate this? What did you rate this? I want to know what you were going to rate I this I mean, first. I rated it a five. Okay. Because it's not bad. Like, I actually, like, I it's, like, catchy. Yeah. It's not good yeah. either. I don't know. I probably could have gone lower. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I was kind of around that. I was thinking, like, 5.5. I do like the song. Yeah. Yeah. 5.5. Not bad. On the Swifty scale, though, I put it at a two. Yeah, like a two, honestly. I mean, it I don't even know if it should count, but I guess yeah. we should. I mean, it has to because she, it's on the album. Yeah. And this is her only um, cover to be on a studio album, so. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's just funny. She doesn't need to cover songs normally because her songs right. are so amazing, but um, yeah, two what? Two, two million little stars. <laughs> two million. <laughs> hey, <laughs> spelling out her name. Two distant diamond skies. I like the distant diamond sky. I just like that. Yeah, I like it in too. I, that was, yeah. Yeah. I. It does put an image in my head. All right. Oh, we I did feel it. Like we're ending this so slow. Like this. <laughs> well, it's hard to talk about. I didn't about, know that we were going to be so I know. unexcited about this song. <laughs> well, it's hard to talk about on a Taylor Swift podcast a song that is not Taylor's when we're talking so much yeah. about her songwriting and the backgrounds and stuff. And it's like, there's nothing really noteworthy about this one. Yeah. It's not really her song. Yeah, Cause it's not like she would have written down like, Oh, I was thinking about this person when I recorded this song, yeah. when I was changing these lyrics. <laughs> yeah. When I changed two lyrics, <laughs> but still, it's still a very pleasing sounding song. I like it. Yeah. I like it too. So feel free to email us at swiftiesanonymous at gmail.com mm-hmm. to send us your thoughts, any feedback, or if you have any kind of like personal anecdote about any songs ever, send us a story <laughs> ever, <laughs> uh, send us a story or something and we will probably read it because we don't get any emails. So we get lots of emails, Kristen. Don't tell them. I mean, we get hundreds of emails. We There's a chance if we happen to see yours, we might. Yeah, I mean, it's just so hard going we through might read it. the thousands of emails we mm-hmm. have that people just trying to be guests on our show and stuff. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, constantly. We've had to turn down so many people. <laughs> yep. Um, well, join us <laughs> next week <laughs> when we're talking about the next four songs on the album Fearless Taylor's version. And these songs are Coming with the Rain, Superstar, The Other Side of the Door, and Today Was a Fairy Tale. Thanks for listening. Yep. Swifties out. Swifties out. <laughs> <laughs>